I was the young, or I am, the youngest of a really large family, and um, I distinctly remember, and even to this day, sometimes on Sunday nights, I'll start to feel this sorrow in my stomach. And it's something I felt from when I was the littlest boy until, I don't know, teenage years at some point, and it was based on a simple thing. My big brothers and sisters came home on Friday night, and they left on Sunday. They went back to college. And it was amazing to me, uh, especially when I think back. It, it, it truly, like Dad would always say, Sundays I was inconsolable. Because for just a couple days we were huge again, right? We were a huge, crazy family. A lot of the kids that my mom and dad took in, it was in a five-year range. Like there was a point where there were 13 kids in our house. And uh, one, two, three. Seven of them were within five years of each other. So it was a new thing for me that all of a sudden they were gone and they were at this thing called college, yeah? I remember Sunday nights, I was so sad. And I say this because when I look at the gospel, every once in a while it hits me in a profound way how much Jesus is longing for the day when we stand before him. How much he's longing for that moment when he gets to wrap us up and tell us the fight's done. I think it's important for us to think of these things. It's of course important for us to remember judgment. Dear Lord, but to remember God stacked the deck in our favor. And, and to remember that more than you want anything, he does want to wrap you up and tell you this. And if you aren't sure, well, he said so. That's right here in John 16. That more than you want anything, he's pining for that day when he can wrap you up and tell you the fight's over. You don't have to cry anymore. You don't have to try anymore. Now, until that day, I urge us to think of, of that first reading, and it kind of cracks me up, and I never caught this, but the word among us pointed it out this morning. God speaks to Paul and tells him, don't be afraid, right? Go on speaking. I'm with you. No one will attack or harm you. And then two verses later, uh, Paul got arrested and brought to trial. <laughs> he didn't get harmed. Um, at all. In fact, as you heard, it worked out great for Paul. But I think in the end, Jesus' words were less about Paul's circumstances and more that, again, God has that long view that the second Paul stepped foot in heaven, I don't think he thought about that trial about you. Let the end of your story give a context to the story now. It's a good ending. And it's an ending that's so good, it's going to wipe away all the pain that happened until then. So I rejoice with you today. I do. Our God is goofy about us. And until the day he can get us home and wrap us up and tell us it's done, we need to remember that he's right here with us. He doesn't know how to abandon us. And when the present pain becomes too much, Remember the final victory.
Amen.